What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, better known as Mental Illness across all social media platforms. This is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice. I'm a clinically diagnosed narcissist. I use my platform on social media to raise awareness for NPD, get more people into therapy, and also validate the victims, survivors, and thrivers, thrivers of said disorder, said toxic people, said toxic traits. You know, everybody's not a narcissist, y'all. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about when will a narcissist leave you alone? When will they finally leave you alone? When? When, when, when? And you know, y'all, this is not a one-size-fits-all dynamic. This is going to be coming from, the, like, this is my own personal perspective on what it might take to get a narcissist to leave you alone or what's going on inside the mind of a narcissistic person that finally makes them just be like, you know what? I'm done. So one reason a narcissist will leave you alone finally if they feel like you are completely done and destroyed. Sometimes when they, a lot of times they will intentionally go on these missions to make sure that you are completely destroyed, to make sure that you are completely quote unquote broken and destroyed and things like that. They want to make sure, and one reason they do this is to make sure that they there's nothing left of you to go back to. It's kind of like you, it's kind of like burning, you know, you burn like if you want to take over the. Um, Tony Robbins said this. He gave a good analogy. If you want to take over the land, you burn the boats. If like you're sailing to a different country, to a different, to a deserted island, and you want to make sure that you take over the land and you give it all you got, burn your retreat. Make sure you cannot go back. Burn the bridge. Burn the last bridge. Burn your exit plan. You can't have an exit. You can't have an exit strategy. The only exit strategy you have, the only exit strategy you have is winning. So the narcissistic person wants to make sure that they cannot go back to you, so they completely destroy you. If they feel like you've been completely destroyed, they might actually leave you alone for good if they feel like and of course you might not be completely destroyed of course you might you of course you can actually rebuild yourself bigger better stronger than you were previous to this toxic relationship of course that possibility does exist for you you know that's what i tell people that, that possibility does exist for you because that's how it works in a lot of these dynamics in a lot of these different situations like you can decide what comes next for you you can decide how to move how to go about things you can decide this you can decide that um in a lot of these different dynamics um but yeah once they feel like you completely destroyed they might actually leave you alone but you don't want to be completely destroyed y'all that's that's like who wants to be completely destroyed to get somebody to leave them alone you know that's not the way you want them to leave you alone you want to be able to leave, you know you want them to leave you alone on your terms and typically sometimes yeah the best way to get a narcissist to leave you alone is to force them to leave you alone. Sometimes you have to force them, y'all. Sometimes you have to call the damn police consistently and enforce it. If you call the police on somebody and they you get a restraining order or whatever, you have to enforce it, y'all. So many people lose their lives to narcissistic, toxic-ass people because you don't enforce the, the orders. You let them back in your life, and then they take they, they, end, they end you. They make you a damn hashtag when you could have, you could have, your life could have been an exclamation point. You end up as a hashtag. You know what I mean? You, you literally end up on it as, as a hashtag. It, put your first name and your last name close together, no space, and put a hashtag in front of it. See how that looks, y'all? Because you're going to be a hashtag or they're going to pass a law in your name or try to fight for a law to be passed in your name for domestic violence, victims of domestic violence and restraining orders and stuff like that. You don't want that to happen. So sometimes, you have to keep enforcing these orders. You have to get them locked up. I don't want to ruin their life, though, Lee. You have to, y'all. You have to get to the point where they, they are exhausted. They are broken. They are just like, damn it, if I keep going back here, I'm going to go to jail for the rest of my life. I'm not going back there anymore. You have to get them You have to get them to that point where they feel like, damn it, 
If I go back, I'm done. My life is over. If I go back to this person, my life is over. My life is cooked. My life is done. If I keep messing with them, I'm cooked. I'm done. And this doesn't work for everybody else. Some of them will keep coming at you, keep coming at you, keep coming at you. And sometimes if you're in the U.S., and sometimes if you're in the U.S., you might actually have to practice your, you know, invoke your Second Amendment rights. I'm going to just leave that there. You know, sometimes you have to make them broken and things like that. But you know, like to make them broken, you don't to exhaust them. You don't have to necessarily try to break them. You just or you are just protecting yourself. You're just protecting yourself in this dynamic. You're not you don't have to intentionally set out to try to break them, but in exhaust them. That's the result of you protecting yourself. They just give up. You mean they give up and they might go away. You know, another way a narcissist, when they will finally leave you alone, is they feel like whatever supply that they're getting from you is cut off. If the, if the, if they, like your, let's just say your relationship is the desert, isn't your, like the basis of your relationship is a desert, right? But your relationship is this oasis inside of the desert. And there's a like a, a supply of water coming in that, that you know, there's a, a river that feeds this oasis that allows it to, the plants to grow, the relationship to flourish in this de- in this in this desolate desert. You know, what I mean, you have this oasis in the middle of the desert. Your relationship is an oasis that is fed by this one river. Right. That river is the supply, you know, whatever supply that that narcissistic person is getting comes from that river. You have to dam up the river. Whatever supply that is, if it's emotional supply, dam up that river. Like a beaver. You're, like you're, you're a little empathetic beaver. Dam up that river in this in this desert oasis. Dam it up, you little, you little empath- empathetic beaver. <laughs> Just imagine trying to bite down on some wood and dam it up a river. <laughs> If you so okay, sorry, yeah. if you're getting <laughs> yeah, if you're this far, you gotta be the you, uh, I don't know if, there, if there's a beaver emoji. You gotta put a beaver emoji in the chat if you made it this far, y'all. Uh, what are you two channel? Um, but if, if if it's emotional supply, damn it up. If it's financial supply, if they're just getting money from for if you're supporting their life, if you're financing their life, damn it up. If it's love, if it's whatever, if it's an emotional connection, like I said, financial, if it's physical, if it's just about the clapping of the cheeks, damn up the cheeks, y'all. Damn up the cheeks, damn up the eggplant, whatever emoji y'all want to use, damn them up. Damn up the connection. So the, because sooner or later, when you damn it up and the river stop, the river stops flowing, the plants are going to die. It, you know, and the supply gets cut off. You have to cut off the supply. Once they feel like whatever supply that they're getting from you, is done they tend to try to move on to somebody else they tend to try to hop from this oasis to another oasis they try to they go try to find out somebody else's oasis to drain dry to to kill to pilfer of resources you know and things like that so you get into these situations where you see how this happens you see how this goes you know what i mean so this happens quite like i said this happens quite a bit when you're dealing with narcissistic toxic people they're going to go from person to person looking for a supply, looking for somebody, somebody that can feed their needs, somebody that can validate them consistently, constantly, and things of that nature. They're going to be looking for that. They're going to be doing that. They're going to keep doing that and looking at that and thing, you know, and keep it moving like that. So I feel like a lot of times in these situations, you have to be you. Know, you have to be able to go about this. You have to be able to go about it. You know what I mean? You literally, you literally have to. So you have to empower yourself. You have to you know, make yourself as strong as you possibly can. Because if you don't, if you don't, if you don't, I'm telling you, it does get worse. 
you know, as long as they feel like they can get some type of supply from you, they're going to keep doing it. And even if they leave your, even if they leave your oasis, go no contact. No contact is cutting off the, it's still cutting off the supply, y'all. Whatever supply they're getting from you, go no contact can do the same thing. Go no contact can dam up all of those, um, those supply sources in, you know, in one fell swoop. Going no contact is being a little narcissist, a little empathetic, empathetic, codependent beaver, whatever you want to call yourself, you know? A super empath beaver going no contact can help you achieve these goals right there but i know if you can't go no contact you can still damn up the flow you, know, you can still damn up the river that feeds this because if you are still in contact with them you are still supplying them if you're still in contact with them they're still getting something from you and also like i said then if they if you damn up the supply chain they have, like I said, they have less reason to reach out to you. If you're no longer supporting their lifestyle, if you're no longer financing their lifestyle or giving them emotional, physical, mental, financial supply, then sometimes they will absolutely leave you alone for good, y'all. And sometimes they leave you alone for good. Of course, you know another reason. If they find a new supply, they feel like, they feel like fits them better. I know I, I kind of touched on that in the beginning. But if they find a new supply, they feel like might fit them a little bit better. They might leave you, leave you after that happens, y'all. So that's another reason right there that it could possibly happen. But it could be few and far between. You just have to get into these dynamics and get into these situations, y'all. See the ambulance coming. Y'all hear it. They be flying down this little street down here in North Carolina, y'all. But anyway, y'all, thank y'all for tuning in to another episode. Join the channel. The channel memberships are available, y'all. Behind the scenes vlog. I got my new phone. I vlog on this phone. It's, it's pretty cool. My wife is on the vlog. She answers questions and things like that. So... The membership options are available. If you haven't already, also, the self-love journal is available on Amazon. Lee Hammock, self-love, I love me. Check it out on Amazon, y'all. Thank y'all so much for tuning into another episode. Like and subscribe for more. And as always, mental illness is out. Peace.